Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Priorities on Purpose. It's your girl, Melissa Bat. Y'all, okay, so I'm in the process of moving. So my brain is a mess. I'm just going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but the good news is that I have so much content that I can share from when I've done like previous lives and those kind of things. And so they've never been on the podcast. And so I decided this would be a great time to share those with you while I'm in the moving process. Where are we moving? Great question. It sounds like we're moving up towards Lexington area, maybe on the other side of Lexington. I don't know, somewhere within an hour of Lexington. I feel like that's that's the direction that we are going. And that's about all we know at the moment. Our house is officially on the market. And uh, yeah, someone come by my house. So this episode today is going to be sharing a live that I did on secrets and shame. I believe that I went live and shared this inside the Real Talk Tribe community in 2021, but it is so good and it's a powerful message. I listened to it again, just trying to decide if it was something that I felt like could be used for the podcast and still have value. And it's a powerful message that I know some of you need to hear. Honestly, I've been having conversations with coaching clients lately, and it's all related. And so, yes, you're going to need to listen to this, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Hey there, I'm Melissa Batt, the host of Priorities on Purpose, a podcast for overwhelmed direct sellers who want to grow their income, audience, and influence without sacrificing their mental health and main priorities. Whether you're just starting a new adventure or you're 15 years in and have already climbed the ranks... I want to help you have the life and the business of your dreams. Can you see it? Can you feel it? Or maybe you thought you had it and something changed. Whether you have your entire dream mapped out or have completely given up on all the possibilities, I'm here to remind you that God is bigger than the little box we put him in. This side gig is part of his plan. It's not your sole purpose, but it absolutely has purpose. As a Christian life and business coach, I'm here to help you get out of your head and live with intention so you can enjoy what matters most without the guilt. More time to do what you love, more peace, more impact, more money, and opportunities to give to those you want to help. I promise to be your hype girl, business bestie, and biggest cheerleader as I share proven and simple strategies that will be sure to help you live a fulfilled life with a strong, sustainable business. Are you ready to stop chasing all the shiny things and get laser focused? Put your earbuds in while you're cooking dinner or folding that laundry and let's get to it, friend. This is one time when multitasking is actually going to be beneficial. Hi there. Hello. 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 It's Melissa Bat here. And I'm not even going to lie. Like, I think it's written all over my face. This is a heavy topic. And I'm going to go there because God's calling me to go there. And so I'm going to do my best and pray that God can kind of, you know, what words come out of my mouth are not for me or only from God. And if it's not God, then he can just like distract you. Okay. (laughs) But I know that this is a topic that is holding so many women back and it needs to be talked about. It's a very dangerous topic. But I'm going to go there and try to just kind of share a little bit about what's on my heart. If you're a believer, I ask that you pray for me now because this is a very heavy topic. 
And, you know, I, I wrestled with it all night, all morning. And to be honest, I'm still wrestling with it. But hey, you know what? This month is about doing things that are scary and doing things that are hard and like the adventure, you know, and sometimes adventure is it fun? But you know that good will come from it. And so this is like, this is basically me zipwining, which is scary for me as well. So here we go. I'm going to talk about secrets. Okay. So I had a conversation with someone recently and some secrets were exposed. And when those secrets were exposed, it made a lot of sense to me that there were secrets because you could just sense like there's been a lot of pain and sickness and just a lot of hard things in that person's life. And I was like, oh my gosh, like the weight of carrying a secret, it doesn't matter how big, holding on to a secret, like if it feels big to you, it's big, right? It doesn't matter what other people see as big. If you feel it's a big secret, it's a big secret. And so I want just to talk about this because y'all, okay, so God gave me this vision years ago. There's going to be a conference. Didn't plan on saying this, but I'm going to tell you, this is, this is what keeps me going, okay? God kind of gave me this vision and, and I am standing on a stage and speaking to an audience of women and in it it's like their hands those in the audience their hands went up and shackles fell you guys these secrets the shame that we carry is holding us back we cannot be free until we surrender the shame that we have been carrying and you know some people's Secrets or shame, you know, may look different. But if again, if it's big to you, it's big to you, right? And it matters. And so I don't know what it looks like for you to let go of that. Only you know. But I want to promise you right now that God loves you even at your worst. Whatever it is that you have done or has been done to you, could be either one, right? But whatever that thing is that, you know, the enemy is going to twist it all around and leave you wanting to hide that, right? And keep it in the darkness and keep it in secret. And in that, it is holding you hostage. It's holding you hostage. And God wants you to be free. I, you know, have been really working hard to read through different books of the Bible each month. And so last month, I read all the way through Acts. I had never read all the way through Acts. Definitely recommend it. And now I'm in the book of Romans. And Romans has taken me a little bit longer. I don't know why. Like, I, I'm like, this is the enemy trying to distract me because I need this so bad, right? Anyway, so in the book of Acts, though, I want to talk about Paul, okay? Because I think part of the reason we hold on to these secrets is because we feel like we almost are disciplining ourselves. Like we deserve all of this. Like that's what we tell ourselves. And it is not true. Okay. 
I don't know if you know this, but God has sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross for your sins, knowing you are going to do the things that you have done. Okay. I want you to know that I just want to tell you the story of Paul because so many people are like, but you don't know what I did or you don't know where I've been. And I want you to know God does, but I'm going to share a little bit about Paul. So Paul wrote like a whole lot of the New Testament. Paul is like one of my most favorite people and his story is just incredible. And I think one of the things, like he's a leader, he's not a follower and he's very passionate. But when you first learn about Paul, he, he actually had a name change, okay? So he was originally called Saul and he murdered Christians. He hated Christians. He hated those people who loved Jesus. Like he was doing everything he can to destroy them, okay? So imagine, and this didn't matter, children, women, he was out to destroy them. He did not want, like, that was his life. Can you imagine, okay? Because you, and when you're holding on to the sin and the shame, the secrets and all of that, you're like, but you don't know what I did or you don't know what I allowed to happen or whatever that is, right? Paul, who killed people, okay? Killed people. God loved him. Enough that he had a moment where he spoke to him very clearly and said, you need to do this. Left him wide. He had this super big, deep encounter with God where God's like, why are you doing this? And I'm telling you that God wants to have that same kind of encounter with you. And I'm not just talking about you guys who may be like, Jesus isn't for me. But I'm also tapping to you as a Christian because I know in my own life, there are things that have held me back that I had buried so deep that I couldn't allow myself to surrender it and know that like God loved me even with that. You know, God knows everything. I know that's hard to, to believe. He, he already knows it and he knew it before you were even born. He knew what kind of struggles you would have and the things that you would do and the mistakes that you would make. And he sent his son to die for you anyway. All right, so I read this book last year. I'm just going to read like this one sentence out of it. Bishop T.D. Jakes. I got this book on Audible. Don't recommend it on Audible because it's not in his voice. And if I'm going to listen to a T.D. Jakes book on Audible, it better be in his deep baritone voice. Yeah, it So I had to buy the hard copy. And so I just want to read this one sentence, okay? Why would God send his only son to die on the cross for our sins if he planned to continue to punish us? For so many years, I thought everything bad that happened to me that I deserved it. And, you know, technically I could, you know, you could say I do deserve it because I'm a human and I sin every single day. We all do, right? But I was thinking of the things that I had done that I had asked forgiveness for. But I was like, example, let's talk about sex. If you're in the Real Talk tribe, we've been going there. And I felt like because my husband and I had sex before we got married, 
I thought that is the reason we struggle in this area in our marriage. So one thing that we fight about, and I thought it's because of that. Like, God, I really, in my warped mind, unconsciously didn't realize what I was saying, but I really was like, oh, it's because we didn't wait. And so we're going to have a life full of miserable blah, blah, blah. Although it's not always miserable, but it's just the one thing we find out. So anyways, I can't believe I just went there and said that. Hello, we're talking about Jesus. We're talking about sex. It is what it is. But anyway, so I, I wanted you to know that he did not send his son to die for you so that you can continue punishing yourself. He's not trying to continue punishing you. Like he wants you to surrender that and stop holding it against yourself. We just, we bury it. We got to speak it out. We have to let it, we have to let it out, you know? And I don't know what that looks like for you. Maybe it's, you know, well, I will say before you do anything, it's getting down on your knees and whether figuratively or, you know, truly getting down on your knees and asking God, like, God, I'm going to give this to you one more time because sometimes we've already done this multiple times and the enemy wants to use it over and over and over to, get us to take it back, you know? So we we have to open our arms and be like, okay, God, you are good. This thing, yes, I made a mistake. Or this thing that, you know, I have blamed myself on over all these years or, you know, whatever. Like, I'm going to surrender that. I'm giving that to you. Let him take it. And know every single time that it comes up in your mind, that's the enemy putting it there unless God wants you to use that. So once you get through it, this is something that I'm recognizing for myself because there are some things that I have done in my past that I now know God is calling me to speak up on, right? And so that is not the enemy. That is God wanting me to turn, you know, he's wanting to turn that mess into a message, the test into my testimony. He will use it for good. So recognize the difference there because sometimes, you know, depending on what the, the conversation you're having with yourself or what you're hearing, it could be from God. You have to line it up with scripture and be like, okay, does this line up or does it not? If it's just to punish yourself and, you know, be woe is me, I suck and I'm a horrible person, that is not of God. Okay. You are not a horrible person. You are a human who makes mistakes. And if you have prayed about it and asked God for forgiveness, and then from there, you know, it's, it's, you know, sometimes you do have to have a conversation. The one thing that I know my own personal experience is I've had to have some conversations. I've had to apologize for some things that I have done. But in that, even though I'm telling you it was the most serious thing I have ever done, I talked to my therapist about it. And, you know, she even warned me as I went to talk about it was like, I definitely would not be super rash in this decision. I would be very, you know, I would probably fast and pray a lot before you do this. And I was like, yeah, trust me, I ain't doing it unless I know for sure it is a God thing for me to do it. But, you know, I did it. And the enemy wanted me to think that, you know, catastrophe was going to happen 
when I opened my mouth and shared what I needed to say, but do you know what came from it? Peace. Do you know what else came from it? Healing. Do you know what else came from it? God is allowing my story to set other people free. And none of that would be possible if it wasn't for me being willing to speak up, use my voice, say the things that need to be said, and also surrender that and know that, okay, God, like, I can do this with you. We cannot do it on our own. And so I do want to caution you when you go through these things, you've got to be leaning in. You're not meant to do this life on your own. You have Jesus right there, ready to link arms with you and say, okay, let's, we can do this together. When he calls you to it, that means that he has been preparing for it. You don't know what the outcome will be, but I guarantee you, he knows what the outcome is, right? And so, I mean, not only should you do it because of obedience, but you also should do it because it is for a purpose, right? And so I feel like I'm butchering this up a little bit, and that's not my intention. But I, I, I have so much going on in my mind as I've, I've shared this. And as I've been thinking about this all day, I want to read something in my journal today because I wrote about this and I've been reading in the book of Rangan. And I just want to read. So these were the things like that all throughout this morning as I was laying in bed and just tossing and turning. And last night, shame, secrets, sin, the struggle. We have to sacrifice that and let that be the sacrifice, right? Give that to God. Surrender it. But darkness needs to be brought into the light. We have to expose it if we're ever going to heal from it. You cannot continue to avoid it and pretend like it doesn't exist. It does exist. How can you heal if you never confront it, right? Think about this when you go, let's say... My kid had a staph infection not too long ago. You know, like he was just ignoring it. Actually, I was. He was like, you need to take me to the doctor. You need to take me to the doctor. And I'm like, it's just, a, it's fine. You know, if it continues, then I'll take you to the doctor. But if you continue, if you have a wound, which the things that you're holding in and, you know, want to take with you to the grave and never share whatever those things that like that shame, that is a wound. Okay. That is a wound. And so just like with Bryson, who had a staph infection on his arm from a football injury, if he continued to ignore it, what happens? The wound festers and festers and it started spreading. And it went from like right up here to like he was getting these little splotches all over his arm and finally was like, okay, I've got to go to the doctor. Imagine if we were to continue to avoid and ignore and pretend that it didn't exist. You would not ever heal. His arm would probably rot. Some of you guys have been holding on to shame for 10 years, 20 years, 50 years. That is not good. I like, I know the mental health issues that we struggle with today. A lot of it is based off of all of this shame that we need to let go of. I want you to to let those shackles fall. You don't have to be tied. That is a stronghold the enemy wants to use to keep you from living your best life. You got to let it go. Just like the song says, let it go, let it go. Okay. 
So the other things I have written down here is do not be afraid. He is with you. He wants to set you free, but you have to be willing to bring it to him. Romans chapter 6, verse 14 says, Sin shall not be your master because you aren't under that law, but under grace. Do you see my shirt? It says grace, not planned intentionally. But, you know, we have to allow God to pick up the pieces and put us back together. Okay. You have been set free by grace through Jesus. The undoing of what? kept us bound. This is something that I feel like God has really just been working on my heart for months now. When, you know, I didn't grow up in church. I don't know if you've heard that before, but I didn't grow up in church. So I had to learn to undo a lot of the things that was holding me back from having a whole and healthy relationship with Jesus. And so I want to look at Romans chapter six, verse 21. What benefit did you reap at that time from the things you are now ashamed of? Hmm. It's interesting, isn't it? What benefit did you reap at the time from the things that you are now ashamed of? We now know that, you know, we didn't benefit from it. We've got to let it go. We've got to let it go, okay? So verse 22, but now you've been set free from sin and have become slaves to God. The benefit you reap leads to holiness and the result is eternal life. Okay, I want to talk about this for a minute. I was like, am I going to read this verse? Am I not? I almost didn't write it in here because I was worried that the word slave to God would be a little too much. For some of you, because it's almost too much for me as someone who didn't grow up in the church, you know, to think slave like slave is almost like a bad word, right? Like you don't want to be a slave to sin. You don't want to be a slave to the social media, you know, but the truth is we are slave to something. If I'm going to be slave to something, what is it going to be? It's going to be God. Like I would choose God, right? And I think you would choose God as well because God leads to peace. God leads to freedom and God leads to eternal life of peace and freedom. So verse 23 says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. And then Romans chapter eight, verse 35 says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So I want you to know that nothing, the Bible says nothing, nothing can separate you from the love of God, nothing. Not any of your mistakes, not any of your secrets, nothing can separate you from the love of God. You just have to be open and receive it. He's got it. He's there. He's just waiting on you to open your hands and say, let me in. He wants to be with you. He wants to take care of you. He wants to nurse those wounds and help you become whole again. And you can't unless you acknowledge the wound in the first place. So 
I'm going to read verse 38. So this is Romans chapter 8, verse 38. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, I can't read my handwriting, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so my prayer simply today as I prepared for this was, my heart is so burdened for you who may be watching this or someone that you know who is self-sabotaging and really, I don't know what the word is, just bound up with all of this shame and secrets and sin. It's not okay where you're at, but it's going to be okay when you surrender it. And today I want to ask you to surrender it. What does that look like? I think it's just having a conversation with God, just sitting there. Like it's not a thou, Father, we come to you, you know, like you just have a heart to heart and say, dear God, like, I love you. Thank you for what you've done for me. I don't know what to do with this. Help me. That is all. This is just a conversation. That is what prayer is. And so today, I really want to ask you to really have that conversation with God and say, God, like, first of all, is there something that you've buried that you don't even remember, you know, that's holding you back for years? You know, this month, October, it's all about adventure. I want you to know the reason why the challenge for the Real Talk Tribe community is adventure. You want to know, like, if you didn't know and you haven't heard the other three times I probably talked about it, it's because I was so bound up in avoiding things that I no longer recognized I was avoiding them. It was so easy that I automatically made other plans or changed what I was going to do or, you know, just like I discounted it immediately without even thinking about it. And so this month, it's all about adventure and doing the scary, doing the hard, doing something that makes you uncomfortable. Because God, like when we can take little things, it can be so easy. You know, like it started for me walking to the mailbox. That was uncomfortable. Or speaking up and sharing my opinion when my opinion was not the same as my friends. Those little things that I would not have done led me to be able to have big conversations about big topics. And not only is it setting me free, right? And allowing God to use the mess that was my life, but it's also helping other people get healing in those areas as well. And so today I really want to just encourage you to to let go and surrender and say, God, what can I do? And then, of course, if you're not part of the Real Talk Tribe, join the Real Talk Tribe because you do not have to do this alone. It's a free community of women who are there. Next month's challenge is sugar. I'm announcing it today. We did a vote. I'll let them vote on this one. And I want to kind of share why. Less sugar. doesn't have to be no sugar. You can do no sugar if you want, but less sugar. You get to decide what that looks like because I don't want it to be about a rule. I want you to do what is best for you. And so less sugar. The reason I think this is important because it was between less social media, less sugar. We can use sugar to to feed ourselves and our emotions, right? And it really does become a problem. 
Not only that, but when God is calling you to do things, he needs you to be ready. He needs you to circle the wagon. And in circling the wagon, that means taking care of things. Sugar is not good for you, right? Now, I'm not talking about, for me personally, I will eat a banana. I will eat strawberries. I will eat apples. I will eat all the fruit because that's natural sugar. But when I do the no sugar, it's all the processed candy, Pop-Tarts, those kind of things that I give up. But it is because I know that there are a lot of things we do to numb out. And sugar is a drug. And it definitely takes that place of when you when you want to numb out, when you're, you know, like I definitely binge food. I'm an emotional eater. And so anyway, sugar, limiting sugar is our challenge for next month. And again, you get to choose. Do you want to do it for a week? You want to do it all month? Do you want to do it less or do you want less sugar in one meal or do you want to do no sugar at all? You get to choose that because it's not a rule I'm making up. I want you to do it because it it will help you grow into the person I believe God wants you to be. So you guys have any questions, definitely let me know. I know this was a heavy, heavy topic. Last thing I will say is that someone said to me that... You know, in the beginning, I shared that I had a conversation with someone and they were talking about, uh, you know, I was like, don't you feel so much better now that the secret is out? And they said to me, they just assumed that if people ever found out, they would just commit suicide. Your life has a purpose. It just broke my heart to know that someone would would think that their life wasn't worth living because the secret was out. I want to challenge you to flip that script. Also remember that there are people that are going through things that you have no idea what they're going through. And when you start to acknowledge these things, these secrets, the things that are hidden, the skeletons in the closet, all of that, like it it takes time to go through those, right? And so... In that, I just pray that we all remember to give grace to others and know that we're all on a journey, right? To undo some of the things that we believed all along that aren't true. And, you know, I just pray that if there are secrets that you would say, I think I'd have to kill myself if anyone found out. Those secrets are not worth taking your lives. You matter. You have purpose. And the enemy has no hold over you once the secret is out. Tell the secret on your own page and then watch what God can do. Okay? And if you need to reach out to someone and just link arms with someone, I would be happy to do that for you when it comes to moving forward with the healing process, because it really is like, I mean, it's a big deal. I know it's a big deal because I remember I was at a women's Bible study and we were all in prayer and God like spoke to me, not audibly, but he spoke to me and he showed me something that didn't make any sense to me at the time. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You know, like I didn't even understand it. I couldn't process it. At the same time, like now I know, but at that time I was like, no way, I can't do that. 
you can do that. You can do it because God is going to help you through it. He's going to surround you with people who will speak life into you and show up and link arms with you and protect you. You know, there are days when I don't have a fight left in me. You know, I am done, cannot even get out of bed. But in those days, I know I have people that I have in my corner that I can, I can send a quick text and says, it's too heavy today. I can't. And they know to pray for me and to fight for me. And I want that for you. You need those people in your life as you move forward in healing. Okay. All right. Now I'm, I'm getting emotional. I'm going to go now. I hope this was helpful. And I hope you leave this conversation feeling hopeful and inspired to use your voice and know that God is pursuing a relationship with you every single day. Will you give him the chance and will you, here this is, do with it what you want and not take it back. And if you have taken it back, you can give it back to him one more time. All right. Much, much love. That's all I got. I'll talk to y'all later. Hey, friend, that's it for this episode. If you found value, I would love it if you could take a couple of seconds and leave me a quick review. While it may seem super simple, it is so beneficial and gives me the opportunity to help more women. Also, take a screenshot and share it on social media with your biggest aha today. Don't forget to tag me at Melissa Bad Official so we can connect. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, friend, keep walking it out one baby step at a time because God's got you.